Come one, come all to the WAN show. I hope this computer is working. I haven't actually turned it on yet. Oh boy. And then you're gonna get prompted to BIOS update. Did you do it? No, I haven't. <laughs> I think it might actually just be broken. Oh wow. Which would be spectacular. We're off to a great start today, guys. That's awesome. We got some interesting, some, some great and some weird news. Uh, Steam users have the right to sell their digital games as far as I know, just in France. Or so says a French court. Valve has vowed to fight the ruling. So oh, we'll see how that goes for interesting. them. In other news, um, UFD Tech is moving out from South Africa to back to the United States in order to seek better, better medical care for his son. We'll be able to discuss that a little bit later. Facebook plans to create an independent oversight board. Oh, yeah. And uh, YouTube just dunked a huge amount of creators' verification badges. Thanks, guys. I happen to know someone who used to be verified who is no longer verified. You probably know a I lot will of tell you where I will tell you later. That's my hook. That's my hook. <laughs> Intro. <laughs> I think like almost everyone does. <laughs> oh. Honey! Squarespace! And... Seasonic! Oh, is Seasonic a sponsor today? Yeah. Cool. Alright, let's go ahead and see if my laptop's working. And one, two... Oh, wow, look at that! Awesome. Hooray. Okay, cool, we're on. We're nice. on, we got, we got a show today. Nice background. <laughs> That's lucky. Thanks. I actually have no idea where that came from. I think it's just one probably of the Windows images. Yeah, it's probably an HP thing. They probably they oh, probably included that. That for makes me. sense. So why don't we jump right into the headline topic? Yes. A French court has ruled that Steam should. F okay. You know what? Here, let's go. Let's go through. Let's go through our detailed notes first, and then we'll actually then we'll actually discuss. So a new ruling by a French court has the potential to radically alter the way people buy, sell, and play video games, particularly online. Because the way that we used to buy, sell, and play video games back in the day of the physical cartridges was already like this. Um, I could go to a store where they, from a manufacturer presumably, receive a shipment of games. I could buy it, and then once I bought it, Yes, it was still governed by a licensing agreement. It, it was a license for the software. I didn't own it. The source code wasn't mine, but this copy of it was effectively mine to do with as I pleased. I could, to a certain degree. I could lend it to you, and then I could get it back from you later. I could sell it to you and then never get it back from you. I could lend it to you and never get it back from you. <laughs> that That's happened a lot. <laughs> that happened a lot. <laughs> Woo! Okay, I think I might still have a couple games. Or I could take it back to the store and, vice versa. and you know, get a trade-in credit towards another game. I could be a store whose entire business, RIP, is to except for Willow video except games. Except for Willow video yeah! games. Yeah, <laughs> you are such a Willow fan. I love those. How guys. do they still exist? Probably me. Probably no, there. I haven't even been in there in months. But um, um, they still rent videos. I know, right? Like that's a notable amount of their business. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, 
I have a copy of Fanboys at home that my sister said I should watch. She said I'd like it. I've actually never seen the movie, but it has a it. it has a blockbuster sticker on the top <laughs> of it. So clearly it was one of their rentals at one point. Anyway, the point is, it used to be that back when the game license was effectively tied to a physical object, um, there were rules that sort of intrinsically existed, and they still do for physical copies of games. But for years, French consumer rights group UFC not that UFC, <laughs> Cushwazir, have been embroiled in a legal battle with Valve Corporation over several clauses in the company's Steam user agreement, particularly the one that states that you don't actually own games that you purchase on their digital storefront. You are merely subscribing for an undetermined period of time to the games in your library. So here's the thing though this clause means that steam users don't have certain basic consumer rights like for example the ability to resell the games they buy now yeah valve has gotten quite a bit more flexible over the way that people use their steam games over the years i still remember what a big deal it was when luke figured out that thanks to a new rule from valve he could mooch off of the linus <laughs> tech tips steam account and play all the latest games because I wouldn't care, because effectively I was getting uh, deeper save games that I could use for benchmarking, and he wins because he gets to play single-player gaming experiences without buying the game. Yeah. Everybody, everyone's a winner. It was great. I was okay with it. Yeah. I noticed none of none of your PCs are actually. I think you. I think your stream just buys you every game now, don't they? Pretty much. Uh, wow. You're yeah. Such a. You're still a yeah. mooch. You know. Uh, you found a better way to mooch. <laughs> I don't even have to ask anymore. I was. Uh, okay. What? What's that huge new game? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's yeah. not even going to be out for a while. And I like talked on stream for a little bit about how like I'll probably be playing that game because it seems really cool. And then someone just bought it for me. And I was like, oh, great. Sweet. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. First, first, you sleep in the bed of the dead guy. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I haven't replaced that you yet. You take all his cutlery. Yeah. Okay? Then... You have people buying your. Still you're, got not, his couch. you're not ashamed at all. Still I got his coach. His coach is wonderful. It's a great. It's great. Okay, okay. For context, guys. And um, his computer chair. For context, guys, this was an estate sale for yeah. Luke's house. It came fully yeah. furnished. He, yeah. he didn't like steal it or anything. He bought it. It's just a little weird that he kept it all. <laughs> I didn't keep all of it. I got rid of some of it. You sold it, didn't you? Um, it the stuff that I got rid of was not really worth. Like it wouldn't have. Nobody would have bought it. <laughs> Anywho, so to Valve's credit, over the years, they've actually gotten a lot more flexible with things like uh, family sharing, which yep. they haven't even locked down the same way that Spotify is planning to with their family plan, where you're all supposed to be at the same address and stuff. So, no, yep. but they will invalidate it every once in a while. They do. And they you have to be like... Kind of nearby. Yeah. But it's nothing that can't be solved with a quick team viewer session. Yeah. So it's not really They're not aggressive a big it. deal. Yeah, exactly. They could be locking it down yeah. far tighter, and they're not. But something that people have been upset with Valve about for many, many years is the fact that you can't return a game basically after you've opened it. Although, they did loosen that. I think you can play it for like 20 minutes or something now. I forget Two what hours. it is. Two hours, is that right? Uh, but okay. I think it's fairly unofficial. But two hours seems to be the, like, if you ask for a refund within two hours, you'll pretty much just get it, got it. kind of limit. Um, so they've even got more flexible about that. But you cannot resell your games. When you are done with them, 
they just sit in your library forever. I have like 240 games in my library. I have a kind of a fun video that I'm planning coming up. Um, so I might stream, maybe on Floatplane or something, that'd be kind of fun. But I might stream, yeah, you love, you love, anytime I say the, the F word, you're, like, <laughs> you're so happy. Um, but yeah, so I might stream it, but then also cut it together as a YouTube video. Okay. I'm gonna play every unopened game in my Steam library. Every unopened, so all zero minute played? Yeah. Wow. Were you on the Humble Bundle stuff at all? Oh yeah. Oh. In the early days. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, until I realized that my Steam library was just cluttered up with garbage that I've never played and some gems that I've never played. So we'll yeah. find out which is which. Yeah. And very short. Yeah. I've never played FTL, for example. I I have owned it for like six years. I love that game. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. You had some chip or something. You're gonna beat some mission. I don't know. It was in your stream. Oh, I did the no like shield. Ever. I did the no shield ever. challenge. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Sounds lame. <laughs> yeah. You're such a nerd. It was really hard. I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm proud of that accomplishment. Did, did, did you do it? I did. Okay. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> nerd. Um, okay. So, the District Court of Paris has struck <laughs> down the notion that Steam sells subscriptions. According to the court. Steam sells game licenses, much in the same way that you owned a game license back yeah. when you bought a disc, or that you own a movie license when you buy a Blu-ray or whatever the case may be. And that consumers ought to have the right to do what they want with them. The court also took Valve to task for other practices, like holding on to Steam wallet funds when players leave the platform, their unclear moderation policies, not accepting responsibility if users' computers are harmed by software, even betas, sold on their platform. Now, the legal battle isn't over yet. Our notes say Valve is certain to appeal, which is an indication that these notes were done in the morning because Valve has already said they are going to appeal. <laughs> um, and it's a, and like, Regardless of the outcome of Valve's appeal, this could set off a series of similar challenges across the EU and therefore potentially elsewhere in the world. And this is big too. Uh, UFC Cushwazirs has said that they plan to directly challenge other di digital products and platforms. So, I mean, another great example of this. To my knowledge, once you have activated it, there's no way to sell a Windows 10 license. Yeah. They could end up going after freaking Microsoft. What? And that would actually be pretty funky. Yeah. Especially. A lot of this would be really funky. What do you think? Um, I want, I want like, kind of two different answers. One, gaming platforms. Steam, okay. Origin, Uplay, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Two, software. All other software. Okay. <sighs> gaming platforms. I, as a consumer, do you want me as a consumer, me as a business owner? Which hat should I wear? I think I think it's an overall. What do you think's best for like the world? You're gonna get different hats. I like it. That works. Is is that your business owner hat? How about me as Santa? <laughs> this okay. gives me less to give away. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, Santa's kind of a business owner, right? Okay. Okay. So as a business Distributes owner, distributes goods. Um, I see games as. Um, okay, I see the inability of people to resell games as necessary to enable to enable the ongoing existence of certain gaming experiences. Okay, and I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So, COD, 
is not going to be affected by this because for the entire lifespan that COD is still actively being purchased, like a particular COD game, right. it's all about the multiplayer experience. No, nobody, nobody's buying a COD game in order to play through the single player campaign and then like be done the game. You you pick up you pick it up every once in a while. I'm to sure play there's with your buds three of you. Don't freak out. Yeah, yeah, all dozens of you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so 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 something like a Dota two, where obviously the business model okay. has moved on, right? Yeah. From from the from the single purchase, and then um, you know, people just play against each other like forever paradigm. Like that, that's not sustainable unless you do, you know, community created servers, much like older games used to. Yeah, so it's free. Dota 2? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah, no, no that's why I was using Dota 2 as an example of okay. something has, that has moved on from the paradigm oh, of, okay. of a single purchase. Yeah. Okay. And then the developer just kind of going, okay, the game's done. We're going to make our next game. We're going to make Dota 3. Right. Like that, that paradigm is sort of, a sort of, it's not dead, but many genres have moved For, past yeah. it, particularly in the multiplayer space. Yeah. But what about single player? What do they do? They have to either do, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to call them DLCs. I'm going to call them expansion packs because for whatever reason, expansion pack is still an okay word to say, but DLC is a dirty one. They're the same damn thing. So, so single player could do DLCs. They could add extra dungeons or campaigns or characters or equipment and, and they could expand on the game and get you to keep contributing towards their development efforts that way. Or they could move on to the next game and say, okay, that game is done. Um, and the problem with that is that I think for a lot of consumers, they're kind of done with that game once they've played through it. Because I don't know about you, but for me, I, I don't find that any single player experience has ever kept me in for very long by just throwing more DLCs or more expansion packs at me. Uh, it's extremely uncommon that I'll even go back. Like a, like a new DLC will come out or whatever. I'm not going to go back for a DLC. If Like back in yep. the Warcraft days, I'd buy an expansion because it's an entirely different freaking game. But sort like, of. Warcraft 2... Frozen Throne was... Okay, Warcraft 3, yes. Warcraft 2, I would make the argument that uh, what is it? Beyond the Dark Portal is not a different game. It's like some maps. Oh, okay. See, yeah. but that's something I wouldn't come back for. Right. So in that situation, I, it's very unlikely I would go back. And even a game that is... It's very hard for me to say this because <laughs> Final Fantasy VI holds a very special place in my heart, but even for a game that is arguably my favorite game of all time, Breath of the Wild is a great game, I didn't even bother to play the DLC. It's like, no, I beat Ganon and I'm done. Yeah. Um, it feels... So, and it also feels very weird coming back to those games. So here's the problem. Um... Particularly games that are story, like narrative-driven games, are kind of done once you finish the narrative content. Um, and in the old days, a lot of the time, games were kind of um, simpler. Like something like a Pilot Wings mm. uh, for SNES. Did you ever play Pilot Wings? Yeah. Pilot Wings. I didn't awesome. play it back in the day, actually, but I've played it more recently. It was more about like playing fun little mini games. It was a pack of mini games, and so there's there's no story or anything. So, you know, I I don't feel like as a game developer, I'm at risk of I feel like this argument has gotten very meandering, and I'm very sorry. The point is, depending on the gaming experience, there is no way for a game developer to incentivize players who have already made their lump sum purchase and own the game 
to keep playing it and keep wanting to own it. There's just no practical way to do it. And the unfortunate thing about digital distribution is that digital distribution works not just for a game publisher, but also for a user. So if there's a way for me to effectively become a digital distributor of my personal game library, then the advantage of digital distribution is that you've got this enormous customer base. So back in the day, it wasn't as much of a concern because the barriers that naturally existed for physical media, like finding a buyer and shipping a physical game cartridge to someone or delivering it to their house, made it less prevalent. Um, whereas now, the ease with which you could resell something and, and flip it, effectively reducing the original seller's ability to sell another copy to that person is incredible. So what happens to the game developers who now really will, like I don't have to do a study to prove this, it's, it's very obvious. The game developers who really will sell many, many fewer copies of their games if they happen to be a style of gameplay that lends itself to playing through once, being done with it, and just wanting to get rid of it. Like this game I just brought up, VVVVVV. It yep. was one of the old school uh, Humble Bundle games. Yeah. There's billions of these out here. My stream gave away probably potentially in the hundreds because of had this weird thing that we used to do. If everyone that had this game suddenly was like, oh, I'm just going to sell it. You right click on it, you click sell, go ah, put it 0.1% under current undercut market value, whatever, yep. let's go. It's going to be a couple pennies. Right now it's selling for $5.49. That developer is just going to get nothing from what they made now. Because so, digital is like too easy. So there is an argument to be made. Remember, I have my, uh, my like game developer publisher, I have my business hat on right now. Um, so so from, from, a business pers or from a consumer perspective here, I think I need a new hat. One moment, please. What's the consumer going to be? Um, you could like low key mock them and wear a clown hat. I, I was thinking about it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with this. Nice. Right. <laughs> okay. So from a consumer perspective, that's not my problem. Really good choice. True. Yeah. You, you developed your game, and you got paid for it. And what? You want to be paid for this game forever? Get a job. Make a new game. No. No. I mean, come up with a new idea. I want more games to play. I'm done playing this game. I paid my money. I should get something back for it because I'm done with it. I don't need this anymore. I think it would hurt indie games a lot, which makes me sad. That makes me not want to be on board. Okay, so I'll just be me now. As, as consumer hat, that's me being consumer hat. So my favorite game in the last, I don't know, year, whatever, I'll pick an arbitrary period of time, ever since I played Breath of the Wild, um, is uh, an indie game, it's very small, very small development studio uh, that made a game called CrossCode. Um, did you ever play it? I played it a little bit. You suck. Okay. So CrossCode is uh, like an old school uh, JRPG style game, but it's actually, I think, a mostly Western development team. I've played it since then. I just haven't played it a ton because I, I told you I, I don't want to play it on stream. It doesn't feel like a stream game. That's fine. You just suck. That's so all. it's going to take me forever yeah, yeah, to finish that's fine. it. Yeah. It's fine that you suck. Like, it, it's, it's cool. <laughs> like, that's your life choice. <laughs> what a jerk. Um, anyway, sorry, sorry. So really small development studio. 
Um, and they're actually, these guys are so incredible because they're actually still adding content to the game even though the you know initial rush of people buying it is, is clearly far from over. And they're doing free DLC. They're not asking for any additional money for it. Um, there's no subscription fee to pay it, pay it. There's nothing like that. It's one and done, and they keep adding content. Super cool, guys. Um, I don't know how they could possibly survive if people were able to sell this game once they were done with it, because it's yeah. very narrative and character-driven. And now that I've finished, I might do a couple arena challenges, but that's not gonna that's not gonna entertain me. I'm I'm sitting here bated breath for Crosscode 2, which will probably take another seven years or however long the first one took them. Um, so the thing is that while they did probably make a bunch of money on this game, developing it, selling it, um, the feast and famine game development model is not sustainable. That has been basically proven, where you, where you invest really heavily in something and you're, you're, kinda, you're running on fumes by the time it's finally time to release it, you get this huge influx of money and then you go, okay, I wanna hear everyone's best pitch. What's the next gigantic gamble that we take that is either going to make us or break us as a company? Okay, go, let's do it again. That is not sustainable. So um, I, I actually, you know what, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say that the benefits of digital distribution, things like uh, Steam Summer Sales, which maybe haven't been that great in recent years, but certainly are used a, to be killer. a better deal than it used to be going to the local London drugs and buying a game. So the fact that discounts are so readily available, um, the fact that cloud autosaves are a thing. Wow, they're amazing, I love it. Um, what else can you think of that's great about digital distribution? The fact that you can buy a game in the middle of the night and then just play it immediately. It's freaking library, awesome. Library sync. So like, oh, you set up a new laptop. It doesn't have a disk drive. You can just download all your things immediately. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. Uh, digital rights management. And I don't mean that from a restrictive sense. I mean that from a management sense. Yeah. So having the digital rights to share my game library with Luke so he can play that game if I'm not playing it right now. I am going to go ahead and say that from my perspective, the benefits of digital distribution have been so great that I am willing to give up my right to sell games. Um, I can see how you could make an argument. I the other kind way. of wish there was a solid alternative. Like I, I, I wish that I could go out and buy more physical copies of games. I've brought that up a lot, and I would do that for a lot of games. There's a lot of games where I'm like, I'm fairly certain I'm going to like this a lot, and yep. it's not going to necessarily be super popular with everybody. So yep. I want to buy it so that I can hand it to my friend so he can go play it. And then in a lot of cases, being adults now, if I can tell they're really interested, I might even be like, hey, give it back. And then they have to buy it themselves if I want to support the company very much or whatever. That's another thing that sometimes it's hard for me to keep track of is that I am an adult now. I have you know, a real job, sort of. Um, but the point is I make enough money that spending $50 or $60 or $20 or whatever it is on a game periodically is not a huge deal for me. Um, and I guess that's where you have to try to like, how do you like, how do you solve? I've this? tried because to be somewhat reasonable about certain things, like Rocket League. Yeah. I've played a crazy amount of Rocket League. Yeah. So every once in a while, I'll be, I'll buy one of their like past things, 
Right. But I don't buy them all the time. Well, only if I'm going to play like a lot for a while because I'm like, okay, well, I got way more, massively more value out of the original purchase than I like probably should have. So well, I'll throw them a few extra bones. Now they're a part of Epic, so I don't care that much. But What I'm thinking about is more like back in the day when I was a student and I wasted all my money on my computer hardware, so I didn't have any money for games. You know, not having that as an option kind of sucks. But then again, that was right around the time, like my like early university days, late high school days, was right around the time Steam started to actually gain some traction. Yeah. Um, and I switched over pretty quickly, not completely, because every once in a while a physical copy of the game would be cheaper. So I own Far Cry, for example, on five CDs. <laughs> um, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's so stupid. Anyway, um, actually, I think that was slightly before Steam took. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, there's like games from after the Steam era that I like own on like a bunch of CDs or something stupid. I couldn't find the DVD copy. Um, but by and large, I did switch to buying them digitally, even though I didn't have a ton of money at the time, but I would just wait for them to be on sale. It's just that a lot of the time, yeah. because the physical media business, the physical games business was struggling so much, they were doing deeper discounts than digital, which made no sense, because like, a physical item had to be like stamped and boxed and, and like, shipped. shipped somewhere. Yeah. And warehoused. Um, yeah, I think, for, I think the most frustrating series of time for me was when they first started shifting over to like, oh, you buy the physical copy and there isn't even a disc in it. There's just a code in the box. That was dumb. That was, that was pretty And funny. I think they're like still doing that. Yeah. And that's just stupid. I remember working at NCIX, we'd be doing like a game promo partnered with Intel or NVIDIA or whatever, where your graphics card would come with a free game. And like, it would come with a box that would just have a Steam code, and we're like, why are, why are we shipping this? Yeah. Like, are you guys idiots? Yeah. Like, can you, stop. Can you just give me a piece just of paper? Stop. Give me like, a, yeah, coupons came yeah. later. No, yeah. That was great. That yeah. was a really good thing. Um, all right. So, uh, Someone in chat, Luke, I'm suing Bethesda over that exact issue. You're suing them? Go go ham. Good I, luck. Sorry. Yeah, Zenimax is a pretty experienced litigator, as companies go. They're uh, they're pretty down to fight in courts. Yeah. Um, so good luck, everybody. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of good luck, everybody. Um, wishing the best to UFD Tech. Um, Brett's going to be moving his family back to the United States in order to seek better, better medical care for his son. Uh, so Brett's son has Syngap One. Uh, basically, it's a disorder that causes seizures and is has been very challenging for them to treat. Um, this situation is developing very quickly, um, so the family has been forced to move very abruptly. Uh, he released a video. You guys should go check it out. Uh, we've actually got a link down below. There's a bunch of ways that you can help out Brett. Uh, one of them is he's got a GoFundMe. Um, another one is he's on Patreon. Another one is, of course, you can subscribe on Floatplane. Um, he also does streams on Twitch, UF Disciple. Um, they have merch over on Teespring. Uh, but basically, their their plan is to be back in the U.S. by the end of the year, maybe sooner. They're moving to Florida, where there's better doctors available for his condition. Um, however, this is going to be a period like I, I don't get the I don't get the impression that he's asking for a handout. 
Um, Brett's one of those guys that uh, whatever you might think about the content, not everybody likes it, that's fine, that's cool, but Brett's one of those guys that has clearly reinvested um, a lot of his YouTube earnings in his business trying to make UFD Tech a real business. Um, so I don't think that this is just um, a cynical cash grab or anything. I think that they really do need some funds in order to help them uh, get through this transition because it's going to be very difficult, not just for Brett and his family, but for the other members of the UFD team. At this time, um, none of the other members of their team have US visas. So uh, he's basically been selling all the camera equipment. It looks like he's gonna have to disband the team. Um, so his channel, I'd be surprised if he doesn't come back making videos again at some point. I mean, you gotta have a job. You gotta support your family, especially um, if you're getting medical care in the US. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm sure there's gonna be videos, but you know, they might take on a bit of a different form and it, they might need uh, a little bit of help bridging the gap here. So um, I'm not much of a, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Beast. I'm not gonna be like, surprising random Twitch streamers with donations live or anything, but I'll be making a personal contribution. Um, and I just thought I'd bring it up on the stream so that you guys are aware of the situation. I mean, the tech, whether it's Austin's house burning down or what's going on right now with UFD tech, I think the tech tuber community has sort of an, I wouldn't call it an obligation, but has a, um, a tendency to kind of stick together and support each other. So yeah. just want to make sure that you guys know what's going on down there. They're doing pretty. The only numbers I can I can see, or say publicly, because I guess we have flow planes. Um, but the only numbers I can say publicly, as far as I know, is the GoFundMe one, and they're at like almost fifty three thousand now. Wow, that's awesome. Of a ten thousand dollar goal. That's a big deal. But again, medical stuff in America. So yeah, that's like. Uh, Three hours, I think, maybe? Well, Two? I, I actually don't know. I One? know that it's ridiculous. Yeah, I have no clue. I have, I don't know how to scale that at all. But. I remember finding out how much it costs to have a baby yeah. in America. Yeah. I was like, what? It was free here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, nothing's free. You probably had to pay for parking. Yeah, like I, yeah, oh yeah, and parking at the hospital? Whoa, it's expensive. It's actually but a like. In the grand scheme of things, it was, you know, over the six-day period or whatever, and plus people visit, it's like 70 bucks or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Grand scheme of things, nothing um, compared to, like, tens of thousands of dollars, which is apparently what it costs down in the States do you if you to, are not insured. Do you even have to pay for food? Because they, like, feed you in the hospital, right? They probably feed, like, the admitted. So. I mean... Like, maybe you had to get your own food? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to pay for my own food. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, only the person in the hospital yeah. bed gets food. Yeah. Um, but even that, like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, pretty, uh, pretty crazy stuff, guys. Best of luck. Um, speaking of best of luck, um, <laughs> best of luck making a fantastic website for yourself on Squarespace. We use Squarespace, Amazing. no joke, we really do. LinusMediaGroup.com and LTXExpo.com are both yeah. built using Squarespace really quickly. They don't represent the best that you can do on Squarespace, but they represent what you can do if you have no idea what you're doing and you're in a hurry. Uh, which, yeah. which is a lot of people, quite honestly. Yeah. If you haven't heard already, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to get your website up and running quickly. They have tons of different templates you can choose from, and if you need help, Squarespace offers webinars, they've got a full series of help guides, or you can contact their support team 24-7 to help you build your site. Go to squarespace.com slash WAN and use offer code WAN to save 10% today. Speaking of saving money, honey. Wow. 
Honey is the web browser extension that finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online at specific sites. And by specific sites, I mean a lot of sites, like yeah. over 30,000 stores, including Amazon, eBay, Newegg, Razor, Best Buy, Walmart, and more. Those of you who downloaded Honey from our link, this is pretty out of date because it was 100,000 like ages ago. More than $100,000 has been saved by people using our link. And what's cool is that Honey doesn't make money on you. Honey is always free because they get a small commission from the sites where Honey saves you money. It's free to use. It installs in just two clicks. Every time I bring up these talking points, it's someone new. So Colton and Brandon apparently saved some money recently with Honey. So get it for free at joinhoney.com slash Linus. Finally. I was waiting for another epic segue. That's a terrible lower third. That is the worst. <laughs> Whatever. Seasonic. They make great power supplies. They've got 80 plus titanium power supplies. I don't yeah. even know what specific model we're talking about here. It's not. It's not. It's not in here. But it's is one. Is there one is around? Is there one here? Dang it! Which one is it? Whatever. They are, they are great power supplies. They make great power supplies. They do. Uh, they've got everything from fully modular power supplies to ones with hybrid fan operations, so they're silent under very low loads. They use high-quality fans. They offer up to a 12-year warranty on their 80-plus titanium units. Um, they're awesome. Check them out at Seasonic.com or at Amazon at the link in the video description. We love Seasonic stuff. It's good stuff. All right, now this is a fun topic. Yeah. YouTube has <laughs> slashed the, the verified user roster. Every once in a while, okay? YouTube just comes in out of nowhere and is like, oh, And gives us a golden gift. Here's what you needed. <laughs> Delivered perfectly to your doorstep. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Do you want to, bef okay, before we get into YouTube canning verification badges for a bunch of users, you have some updates on Floatplane that you can share, right? You guys are on target to hit your, we are on target your target to, in 10 well, days? We were talking about... I want to know what's actually going to be live in 10 days. I think yeah, you have to commit to the people. I think it's less than 10 days. It's 10-ish. Uh, oh, Pretty sure wow. that's how it works. That's, yeah. that's 10. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why I counted through uh, them all. Oh, I, I, was, I know how many days it is. Yeah. Uh, so no one on the team has told me there will be a problem with anything yet. Speak now or forever hold your peace. He's giving you a gap This happens here. every time. <laughs> we have freaking problems every time. But no one has said there's going to be a problem this time. So we're launching yearly payments, which people have been asking for for freaking ever. Yeah, because we used to have them back when it was running yeah. through the forum. Not that they actually Not worked that correctly. Worked, but we technically have them. So we're launching yearly payments. We're, uh, what else is even coming? Comment moderation, which shouldn't matter to any of you guys. But that's coming. Just saying. Um, what's this? Four? Four. One. Four. Fourteen. You're tallying things? Angled. Less than four. Four <laughs> K! Four K is coming! <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I didn't get that. The other part was supposed to be a line. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a K in American Sign Language. A, B, C, D, E, I don't F, know American H, Sign I, J, Language. K. Yeah, don't worry about it. What? Yeah, it kind of looks like a K. K but there's no line. Just anyway, chill. Time. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> 4K is coming. Okay, so 4K is coming, but it has to be like turned on by the creators, and they're probably going to want to add additional plans that like cost more to... 
turn that on. So 4K is going to be ready platform-wise right away, but I don't know how long it's going to take until things actually like come out on the platform at 4K and until you're able to actually like see it and stuff. Um, and then some back-end stuff is being worked on, and I think that's sort of it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently they backtracked the verification badge thing while we've been on stream. That's amazing. Hold on a second. How do you just do that? Like you already told people like you're not worthy and then you're like, wait, no, it's cool. You totally are. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. Hold on. YouTube backtracks two hours ago. This is great. On taking badges away from creators after outcry. Okay. So why don't we start at the beginning? Um, YouTube is ticking off creators again. Um, and I, I had teased at the beginning of the oh, stream no way. that I actually know someone who had their, um, who had their, their eligibility for their uh, verification badge stripped, stripped away. <laughs> None other than our very own. Yeah, you're still, there you go. I'm good now, right? I think so. None other than our very own and dear Taryn Van Hemert. <laughs> this is Taryn Van Hemert's badge verification removal notification email <laughs> notification. There you go. That was sent to him by Messenger Pigeon. Don't scroll up. By YouTube. Don't scroll. Oh, Don't yeah, scroll no, up. I won't. Informing him that they're updating the eligibility criteria for channel verification on YouTube. Unfortunately, with these changes, your channel no longer meets the criteria to be verified. It used to be that anything over, I think, 100,000 subscribers could be verified. We realize this might be disappointing, but we believe these updates will make channel verification more consistent for users and creators across YouTube. Please keep reading to learn more about the changes and what you can do. What's changing? YouTube will now proactively verify the channels instead of accepting requests for verification <sighs> badges. We aim to verify channels that represent a well-known or highly searched creator, artist, public figure, or company with a clear need to differentiate that. themselves from other channels with a similar name, and you basically are a nobody. So, <laughs> pfft. Channels are typically verified if they have a large audience and community on YouTube, are widely recognized outside of YouTube, or have a strong presence online, or have a channel name that could be confused with other channels on YouTube. The goal is to help channels avoid impersonation and help viewers understand if the channel or the official presence is the official presence of the creator, celebrity, or brand that it represents. It does not represent endorsements or awards from YouTube. So what this means is you can go F yourself, basically. You, okay, you so can't appeal it. You could appeal it. That I'll, was a thing they offered. I want to re-air some garbage here for a second. Yeah. I'm not verified on Twitter, which I don't actually really care about I'm not verified that on Twitter. much. I know. Yeah. yeah. The thing that really pisses me off about it yes. is there is an account. Do you know about this? There's an account that has my exact name. Just one of the letters is alpha-coded. Yeah. And I don't know which one it is. I don't remember. So it looks just like me. It is a bot. So it dynamically changes its cover photo and avatar photo to whatever I set mine to. And it copies every single tweet I make and then randomly inserts racist ones. <sighs> and it follows everyone that I follow. Yeah. So they get notifications saying this person just followed you. And yep. then they check it out. And it's not me. Yeah. Luckily a non-insignificant amount of them have been like, this doesn't seem right, and have figured it out, which is great. But like... What, you're not a white supremacist? The, I mean, uh, What? But, what? <laughs> fired! Frankly, I'm disappointed. 
<laughs> I thought we had this thing going you on. You look like a white supremacist. I just, it's just so, but like, they, I told Twitter that and they were like, eh. Like, this is the whole reason why verification exists. Yeah. And so, it's important and so, it should be used. So we're not saying Twitter's system is correct No. Um, but this isn't the right response. This probably isn't the right way to go about it. And Venom lost his. He has like over 3 million subscribers. So basically they just determined he like doesn't matter? Well, they were like, uh, Minecraft became less popular, so screw you, Ouch. I guess. You've had like toys in stores, but nah. I mean, isn't Minecraft popular again? It is. It's booming yet again. I mean, here, I'm, I'm gonna creep him just because I'm like curious and stuff. This is like, this is basically what we all do on the content creation side. We just like creep each other on Social Blade. So, uh, subscribers for the last 30 days, kind of up. He's growing. Yeah, he's actually, he's growing. Monthly gained video views. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's growing. Yeah, because Minecraft is... Because Minecraft's cool. back. And I made, he, made, he made a video a long time ago being like, why I'm still going to make Minecraft videos. And he's just like, oh, I just really like Minecraft. So he's like the Minecraft guy. Because a lot of people bailed on Minecraft when it started becoming less popular. Huh. But he stuck around. So that's yeah, cool. he's he like rode that out for like years. It's Still. <laughs> no, I mean rode out that dip. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a years-long dip in Minecraft popularity. Like, yeah. he struggled. Yeah. <laughs> but he's growing. Good on you, nice man. And then they took it away from him anyways. Um, anyway, uh, so... They took away um, lots, lots of people. Twitter's just covered in it right now. So, basically, Pause, okay. So... Epos. Yeah, basically, what I think YouTube kind of missed here is that the verification tick is like, um, it's like a, it's badge of honor. It's kind of like getting a, a 100,000 subscriber plaque or, or whatever else. It's not necessarily, from a creator standpoint, it's not necessarily about, um, you know, making, I mean, there is a practical component to it, like Luke said with that Twitter bot that's, yeah. uh, that spams like racist stuff. Yeah. Um, th so there's a practical component to it, but there's also just like a, a, a pride component to it. And there's really no reason to not verify someone because I think that the name of it is right in there. Verified. That's all it is. There's no reason to not verify a creator, it doesn't say unless approved. they aren't who they say they are. It doesn't say endorsed by. Yeah, it just says verified. Yes, this is the actual Ant Venom, or yes, this is the actual Terran Van Hemert. So if you, you, you know, can, you can be a bad person and have a passport. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not, it's not the country being like this person is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, Terran has fifty six thousand followers on Twitter, which maybe isn't a big deal in twenty nineteen from YouTube's perspective with their two billion unique users every month or whatever it is now. Um, but that's enough that literally thousands of people could be confused if. There was a Taryn Van Hemert on YouTube, and it was not the same one as yeah. the Taryn Van Hemert on Twitter. Yeah. And there was some kind of strangeness, like, and oh, like, this Taryn Van Hemert doesn't like macros. What? <laughs> they hate macros. It's so weird. And like, it's not, it's not that hard either. Like, it's the same, it's the same yeah. tags and everything. It says where he works. Well, I'm hold sure on people a can spoof things. You can buy followers and stuff. It could be hard. If they get it wrong, I do see how them saying it's verified is kind of putting their seal of, yes, okay. we verified it on it. Have you ever okay, heard of that? Okay, that's the other. Well, 
I don't know. Just because I haven't heard of it doesn't mean it's not a problem. That's true. So there was an unlisted channel that was buying um, fake ads on YouTube, uh, promoting like an iPhone giveaway or something using my face in their thumbnail. But because the channel and the videos were unlisted that the ad campaign was linked to, it was not immediately obvious to YouTube's team that this was happening. So it was only actually thanks to one of our very helpful users out there Thank who you. tweeted me a video ID that I could forward to them that I was able to find it and report it to them. They had the channel shut down and they now they couldn't they're, find it? Well, they couldn't find it because I didn't they have a video ID. They couldn't use their content ID system to find your face on purchased advertisements? It was on a thumbnail. Like, just because they have, like, content ID, and then, like... But con- it was purchased ads, and it was just in the thumb? And then, like, content analysis for, like, what type of content it is, or, like, content classification for what type of user it might be good for. These are all completely disconnected systems. They only systems. use you in the thumbnail? And it was an app? I didn't watch the video. I was only, oh, okay. It was only sent to me. Okay. But, yes, apparently they just used me in the thumbnail. They used me holding up an iPhone as the okay. thumbnail for, like the the uh, the banner or something. Anyway, the point is it was kind of difficult to track down unless they were actually served it and actually clicked it and got a video ID. Um, so thanks to one of our users who brought that to my attention and they're, they're working on improving their systems. I, I just mean, just because nobody ever heard of something like that happening doesn't mean it wasn't a problem. I don't fully see how that's related. I just mean, just because I, you never I, heard I of it. I agree with yeah. the concept. Yeah. I don't really understand how the story works in there oh the, well the story is just that here's a thing that happened that you wouldn't have heard about no one would have heard about so in much the same way there could have been a situation where youtube verified someone by accident because they had a lot of subscribers and then that turned out to be spam or fake or but like exploitative. Did, the, did the unlisted channel have a lot of subscribers what no, no, that doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that something yeah, could happen. I'm sure it could be, because you could buy followers on like any platform. Sure. Yeah. So just because you didn't hear about it doesn't mean it wasn't a problem. And the point of my story was that YouTube will deal with weird edge cases mm. that you wouldn't even think of. On, on their side, the, the weird edge cases are happening all the time. Because, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they might see a lot of weird edge cases around these verified badges that have caused enough problems that they went, this isn't worth it. We can't deal with this anymore. I think what they should maybe do in that yeah. case is just maybe increase the barrier to become verified. Not necessarily in terms of you need this sure. many subs or whatever, but like make the process just a little bit more difficult, a little bit more involved. But then they Don't just... make it impossible. Don't make it Twitter. Or as far as I've heard, it's like one person. And as far as I can tell, they're just super biased. Because the like the, the the accounts that get verified and the accounts that don't get verified are just I've seen verified wild. accounts of just like absolute nobodies on like the local like morning not, news thing with not, like three thousand followers. And they I, have a I've seen ones mark. they're not yeah they're not trying to be a public figure at all yeah and they have a verified badge. I've had people send me ones where it's like they ha- they have like forty followers, which like that's totally fine, but the point they're not trying to do anything. Yeah. What? Who cares? <laughs> and if them, why not these other people? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still don't have one on my personal Twitter. I don't think Linus do. Tech does. Yeah. And that took forever. Yeah. It took, a, <laughs> it took a really long time. Yeah, no. Yeah, my, my personal one doesn't have it. Maybe they don't like my, my profile picture. <laughs> 
Linus Cat Tips now features uh, editing. So I, I heard. I got this. I got Adobe Rush. Okay. Because um, I have Creative Cloud anyway, I might as well use at least one program in the entire suite. So uh, it's actually not bad. And with the stylus on the note, all of a sudden, I have a reason to care about my stylus to be anything other than a selfie remote shutter. Um, so that's fantastic. That's cool. It, it actually was pretty easy to do. Like just, uh, just basic stuff. Just adding a title here and there and chopping up clips and stuff. I have the most epic video that I'm going to be uploading on the Cat Tips channel in the next little bit. Maybe they won't like it because your name is still that very old very meme. dead meme yeah i plan to keep it like that for quite some time <laughs> yvonne's hilarious uh, my wife she's so funny because she's always like why do you do these things why do you behave in this way because she was like isn't that kind of like past now i'm like yeah she's like shouldn't you change it I'm like no no she's like but it's not funny i'm like yeah that's what's funny about it and she's like can you please just not? I've thought like, it's can, funny for a while. Can you just not? <laughs> like when 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 Tim Apple is <laughs> long forgotten. When that when that is when when you know Trump is no longer president even. When it's just completely dead. That will still be my username. <laughs> and to the vast majority of people who've completely forgotten everything about it, it'll just make no sense. <laughs> and like probably no one's going to mention it. Because, like, they don't want to... They don't want to seem like, maybe this is just something really new and I don't know about it yet. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, my favorite, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite kind of humor. All right, check, check this out. Check this out. No one else gets to see this? No. <laughs> what the heck? That's really cute, <laughs> and I just really don't understand. Cats are so foreign to me. Cats are so ridiculous. They're just like <laughs> the dumbest animals ever. Um, here's something to enjoy while I introduce our next topic. Uh, that one's going to go up probably after the other one. All right, what else we got here? <laughs> Facebook to create an independent oversight board. Uh, so Facebook has unveiled its plan to create an independent oversight board to make decisions over how the network is moderated. Uh, the panel will have the power to override decisions that Facebook makes over contentious material and influence new policy. The panel will hear its first cases in 2020 and their decisions will be made public. The idea, dubbed the Facebook Supreme Court. Oh. At this point, should they just... Should they just say, should this they just say so it outright? Weird. We're basically as influential as a country. Yeah. Let's just become a country. Yeah. Um, we'll eventually be composed of 40 people around the world, but we'll launch with 11 members, and the names of those appointed will be made public. Uh, experts have questioned, this is great, I love this, the board's independence, as well as the motivation behind this move. Um, this, this is a great quote. The only vote that really counts is the majority shareholder, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, the board will be paid via a trust setup and funded by Facebook up front. So Facebook is basically creating... I mean, this is, this is government-level stuff. The government appointing its own ethics watchdog is exactly the same as Facebook and, appointing its own ethics watchdog. And having someone who can veto anyways. Yeah. This is just great. Well, I like it. I kind of think there's this whole massive game of chicken going on right now between the, like, the, what do you call them? The fang 
what is it, Fang AM companies or something? It's like Facebook, Apple, oh, okay. Netflix, Google, Microsoft, Amazon. Yeah, okay. I said it slightly wrong. Fangum. Order. Fangum, whatever. Um, I think there's a giant game of chicken going on for the first one to buy a country. <laughs> for the first one to just be like, screw it. <laughs> this is this is uh, this Amazon. Is Apple Land. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> this is Amazon the Amazon. Brought yeah. to you by Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's not burning. <laughs> okay. Which everyone forgot about. So here's a fun topic. Would you move to Google's country? <laughs> I don't know. Because it would be interesting because it would be probably the first time where like citizenship Acquiring citizenship somewhere would probably be a lot easier. I actually doubt it. I think acquiring citizenship would be more difficult because I, I've I, okay. You know this. I thought about this. If I were to create a city, yeah, I, I still I, want you I've, to make your city. I've never aspired to a country. If I, I were still to think you should do it. If I were to make a city, I would be doing it to keep out idiots. We've had this conversation where he has to tell me to shut up because I keep telling him to make a city. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be awesome. But yeah, no, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, and I think, uh, but did we? Talk? But like with yeah. your thing, you could probably like go take a test, or like do something, right? There would be like an actionable item, and then you could probably get in if you passed. Yeah, I think a lot of the kinds of so. Okay. My my okay. My point is. My, my point is, if I were them, I wouldn't be creating a country to, like, make it easier no. for no, people no, to get so, in. Okay, so okay. I might have phrased that incorrectly. Sure. What I mean is, instead of, like, waiting in a queue forever, yeah. or the current, like, America to Canada situation, which is where, like, in a lot of situations you just can't, yeah. um, there would be probably things that you could do, or things that you could prove, or whatever, or what if there wasn't? What if it was like verification? What if there's one person? There's one person. Just and like, they're super biased. Just like <laughs> dialing the phone, being like, "Sup?" Calling random do you people. Want, do you want a, do you want a passport? Or 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 the Google method. What if they were like, "Come on in." Actually, you know what? Piss off. You actually <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. get out. Wait, you're mad? You can stay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, you already sold all your stuff. Yeah, yeah too bad. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I want to show you something amazing. Mm -hmm. um, let me see if I can find the official form for it. Malta, Malta's hilarious. If you just pay them, like, like I'm pretty sure they have. I think I've heard about this officially on their website somewhere. Like the country of Malta. Yeah. Malta Citizenship by Investment Program. There it is. Here, yeah. Hold on. Let me bring up your. Uh, let me bring up. But this computer. isn't oh, the actual. Not working. This isn't the actual form, anyways. Oh, okay. But there's just a form. But no, it's like, oh, uh, you, uh, you give us a hundred grand, and here's some passports. <laughs> like, what? It's amazing. Oh, uh, Lord but I can't Lordy. find. And to be clear, the point of this whole thing is it gives you EU citizenship. So it has an impact on, it, it, it's far more impactful than just having a Malta passport. So there's a difference between like, I want to be a resident for a year and like, <laughs> I want to be, and I want to be like forever Z's. So it sounds like one year 
uh, 90-day visa-free travel to all European countries, um, one-year residency in Malta, all that kind of stuff. That's 24,000 euros. But if you want like a passport and you want to be like there, I think it's main applicants are required to make a 650,000 euro contribution. Okay, so that's a lot then. And I mean, to me, I guess, but it's like there's people that's nothing to. Some other amount of money for all of your dependents or whatever, but you can just be like, yeah, whatever. I'm an EU citizen. Yeah, now. done. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so like certain kind of versions of that kind of exist, but it's purely financial right now. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate now with our whole, um, you know, Facebook country thing okay. here. Yeah. What's the difference? Why would they want? Oh, okay. So yes, you know, the rules might be stupid and you might not have the privacy that you value. And the rules are already stupid. You already don't have privacy. Oh, that's what... No, I know. Yeah. So like, I, I, I think EVE yeah. Online's like vision of the future has been awkwardly accurate for a long time. Where just everything's corporations. And you just like apply to a different corporate. You are always... It is impossible to not be in a corporation in that game. And you just like apply to other corporations to transfer over. And your employment history is public oh. to everyone for your entire yeah. lifespan. Like I, th I think from the minute you are born, you are employed by a corporation. <laughs> And then you just bounce around from there on. Okay, this leads me to another great topic. Um, on the subject of your family being a corporation. Okay. I'm going to pitch you something. Um, uh, so you guys use Slack. Yeah. You use um, oh shoot, Jira. Yeah. Um, we use Trello over here. Um, um, we've also played around with uh, Monday.com. Okay. Um, oh god, their advertisements. That's probably why I get bombed by them all the time because you guys started looking into it. Yeah. Oh. Well, actually, we did a sponsored thing with them. So, oh. <laughs> um, it's like every second ad on YouTube for me is Monday.com. Yeah. So this sort of uh, the kind of thing that hopefully nobody ever sees, even though it's on WAN shows. So basically, we took everything. We 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 vetted it. Like we made sure that feature it was sure feature it's complete. Fine. And it's like very similar to Trello. And then we decided, okay, we can endorse this. It seems really great. Um, so we did a piece and then we just substituted Monday for Trello in every way that we use Trello already. So the piece was very genuine in the sense that like, yes, that is exactly how we use our productivity okay. enhancement tools. As and long we, as you guys verified. And we verified fine. that all the same tools are there. Yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> as long as you like, verified yeah, Monday that's com. Fine. So we were like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, and that episode that we made the video about the six hours to air, they did use Monday.com. So it was like, okay, everything we said was true, which is great. Anyway, um, so those tools, there is a growing trend towards using those tools at home. Yes. Is Do that you? your answer? Do you? I, I want your answer first. So, so is yes your answer like, yes, I want Jira for my home. I want my shopping list in Jira. Not Jira. Okay, but Trello or Monday. Jira's too heavy for that, but I already do. You already do? Okay, I freaking knew it. So I, uh, it hadn't even occurred to me until I was listening to some random podcast or reading an article. I fell down like an internet black hole or something and like was clicking through things. And I was like, huh. So you create a, you create a homework checklist uh, or, or you create like a video games checklist. <laughs> of all the things that have to be done before you can play video games, okay. your kid uses their phone, they submit a, a, like a ticket, effectively, 
and you go, sure, you can say no, or you can say yes, complete the, the homework checklist, or the, the video game checklist, and so is your room clean, is your bed made, are your teeth brushed? You is could your build eaten? automation tools that once all the cards are out of the, once they're all in the completed yeah. column, it like... It like unlocks the internet or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. You could do that. Yep. Um, so you support this this notion because Yvonne is thinking of switching our family over to Trello. <laughs> Shopping lists. You know, to, okay. So to do. I, I just use it personal. No one else is on mine. Yeah. Mine is just for me. Okay. And it's like kind of a mess, but I understand the mess. Sure. Like it would be unacceptable. Okay, then fine. I want the more complete answer. Would you consider moving your girlfriend and your parents onto Trello to interact with you? <laughs> um, it would probably be really helpful. Uh, I don't know. I'm not necessarily against it. Family Trello boards and stuff like that. I think, I think the thing is you got to stay away from, especially if you're bringing it to, this is getting into my manager head, but if you're bringing it to like a family front, yeah. unless you have like a family where every single person in the family is an engineer, you should probably use one of the lightweight ones. Sure. Like the Mondays or the Trellos out yeah. there. I don't think you should use Jira. Yeah. Just calm down. <laughs> Jira's too much. There's too much yeah. stuff going on. It's very nice for what we do. And like every time I've been like, this is so annoying to work with, because it is really freaking annoying to work with. Yeah. I've been like, okay, we're gonna switch to this other thing. So I tried out myself for yeah. a little while and then I try to like do the tasks that we're doing and I'm like, nah. Never mind, we'll use Jira. But like, yeah, there's, there's the right tool for the right job, but I can yep. see it making sense. It's basically the old, like, what, like pin board. Basically. Or the front of the fridge, yep. or whatever else, yep. just totally. modernized and on everyone's phones. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you just like double-sided tape a tablet to the front of your, your fridge. I have an old iPad too that would run Trello just fine. Actually, I don't know if the Trello app requires iOS 13 or 12 or whatever. I'd have to check. But that would be awesome. So the shopping list is just like always there and everyone can update it from anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a value to it. Speaking of value, LTTstore.com now has a new shipping option. Oh, what? Yeah, so this is exciting. We've actually got, uh, I'm just gonna bring it up. I want those. <laughs> uh, I know, we're working on it. Um, Socks. So LTTstore.com, Stealth Hoodie is in stock. Yeah. Uh, the Ram t-shirt has actually been super popular. Yeah. Um, hard drive shirt and processor, I think, are the most popular items right now. We've had really good feedback about the lanyard. Do you have one of the lanyards? They're very nice. It's hard for me to give up my Valve lanyard. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. You can you can wrap valves as long Disgusting. as you want. It is, it's very old and gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of butt heads in some ways. I'm surprised they ever even gave out a lanyard, I guess is... But that's why I've kept it, because like right. no one has them. Um, but oh I yeah. didn't even think about the they're kind of buttheads now. Thing. You guys can't see this, but this is like super rugged. Um, they are. I have mine on my desk because I'm waiting for this to fall in half again, and then I'm going to replace it. So basically, uh, we had we can offer FedEx shipping now in addition to UPS oh. and Canada Post. And the benefits of FedEx are not necessarily that you're going to like immediately get way better pricing across the board. Uh, I know that some regions do not have great pricing. Where is my freaking teams here? I'm just, in some places, we go. some of them are better than the other ones too, and some people know that. But though. our rates should be at least marginally cheaper for Europe, Asia, and South America. Um, nice. And the big thing is that the service should be much faster to those regions. Nice. Uh, we have, I had someone in uh, Europe contact me earlier this week being like, it has been six weeks, where the hell is my order? With Canada Post. 
I don't, I don't understand what method of transportation can take weeks. Um, I actually got some insight. Oh, Nick, okay, well, come on around well, here sure. so they can hear you. Come in the back. Um, well, phrasing. <laughs> um, so what they were telling me today is that oftentimes, if, let's say, we're shipping something to Italy, for example, um, it won't go from Richmond to Italy. It'll go from Richmond to Germany, and then it'll get sorted in Germany and then go to the UK because, like, they ship in these huge bulks when they're going to Europe. And they don't do it like country by country necessarily, and that's why it takes so long. So it'll only leave Germany or wherever once they have like a full truck or whatever. Oh, yeah. that makes and sense. And also once it's been sorted, and once it's been like cleared into the right pile. Sorted and processed and, and in that pile, and then in yeah. that truck, and then wait for um, that truck to be full, and then probably not directly to Italy. Or and then another big thing not is the right part of um, it. as far as I understand, and you know, we haven't done full testing on this yet, um, but all FedEx shipments should be tracked. Oh. So I know that's been sort of a frustration for some people, so I'm really sorry, but we're, we're working on it. Hopefully these should be much better, especially for Europe customers. The quoted like shipping times they have are like two to three business days to like Germany. And I'm like, I don't know if that's accurate, <laughs> but um, hopefully it's better than five weeks. So One of my friends just got a 3D printer from Shenzhen in two days. Free that's shipping. That's kind of nuts. Insane. <laughs> was it like a twenty thousand dollar printer or something? No, no. no oh, okay. No, no. That that China subsidized international shipping, man. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, you want to move to Hong Kong? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, honestly, not, like, not right now. Wrong, yeah. The amount of stuff. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> yeah, not the, right now. The amount of stuff that you can ship from Hong Kong for like you know twelve cents for, for like a physical package, it's like. What? <laughs> kind of nuts. How does that make any sense? You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, guys, uh, lttstore.com yeah. helps us out a lot. Yeah. And uh, it's like good stuff. Yeah. And we're working yeah. on DHL. Yeah. It's just not done yet. Yeah. That'll be a lot of shipping options. Heck yeah. 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 Stuff all takes time. Um, and we're doing our best, basically. We're, we're learning a lot, uh, you know, doing this ourselves versus using a service like Teespring or uh, District Lines or, you know, any of the ones that we used in the past has been a huge learning curve for us, but uh, I, think it's, I think it's worth it. Um, do we have any other big topics that we wanted to talk about today? Uh, oh, actually, this one's interesting. Uh, so Huawei announced the Mate 30 and the Mate 30 Pro in Munich this week and confirmed that the devices will not have any Google Bye. Apps. No Google Maps, oh. no Chrome, no Play Store. Uh, so Mate 30 users will have to surf, search the web using the Huawei browser and download apps using the Huawei App Gallery, which apparently has around 45,000 I mean, apps compared to the Play Store's estimated 2.7 million. I mean, I'm sure you could just sideload things. Uh, the Mate 30 Pro, uh, Mate 30 phones will be powered by open source Android, but will run EMUI 10, Huawei's user interface that approximates Google's Android 10. That means Huawei will not will only be able to bring security updates to the Mate 30 phones when those updates hit open source Android. Um, I mean, they've never really been the fastest at security no. updates anyway, so that probably won't be very different. Um, yeah, there's no way that I would even consider, like it would, it would even begin to consider buying an Android phone that is not mainline Android. Good luck remember, with that. Remember that stupid watch? How much it took me to get the Play Store on that stupid watch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, what was it called? That stupid kick-farted kick thing. Kick-farted thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name of it. What was it called? 
My she brain's telling like me that's something to do with a tree. On the tip of my tongue. Why can I not remember? Um, I typoed that. I like typed both of them. Cake party playlist. Motion activated battery bank? No. That's the one. Wrist mounted smartphone. Neptune. Neptune, Neptune Pine. Pine. That's why I thought tree. Neptune okay. Pine. And I said that before it came up. You did. You I did. won. You yes. did. Go Linus. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was able to sideload the whole Play Store onto that thing. I don't know how viable sideloading the entire Play Store is these That's days. Stupid. But you can probably sideload the individual It's apps. like a bad experience for anyone other than a great big nerd. It was so. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we've got a couple other little things. Rockstar has a games launcher. Oh, oh boy. And like they already require you to use it if you want to play the game. Sweet. Um, and the Core i9-10900X, what a, stu or ten, <laughs> what a stupid name, um, appears on Geekbench 4. Uh, really? Someone has seemingly benchmarked it. The unreleased processor sports the 10,000 series branding. Ah! Um, so it's most likely one of Intel's upcoming HEDT parts based on their Cascade Lake microarchitecture. Uh, the rumored base clock and boost clock oh. are 4 gigahertz and 4.6 gigahertz. And uh, Intel claims that Cascade Lake X will bring double the performance per dollar, so we might be getting some price drops scheduled to arrive next month. And I guess that's pretty much it, other Why than is reading it called that? some super chats. Oh, one thing about the Rockstar Games Launcher is, in my opinion, this is probably... Yeah, okay, so it's even in the notes. This launch could be in preparation for a PC version of Red Dead Redemption 2 and all of its various potential microtransactions. Bryant Lewis says, when is Scrapyard Wars dropping and do any people of color apply and get hired at LMG? Um, so your first question, I can answer that one pretty easily. Uh, we are shooting Scrapyard Wars in two weeks, which means that the episodes will come when they come. As for whether any people of color apply and get hired at LMG, the last time I checked, um, we have lots of people who are not white and as far as I know, anything other than white is a color. So I guess half of the founding members. There's, were, I guess there's that. We're not white. Um, <laughs> also, just saying. <laughs> as for more than half, if you count Yvonne. Of the founding oh, wait, members. Were you counting Brandon? I wasn't counting Brandon. Oh, okay, okay. Brandon's tech. Okay, he, what was he like? Week two. Well, no. Okay, so Brandon's complicated because we didn't hire him until I think April or May. Okay. But he actually volunteered for us on our first project, which we completed. It was a sponsored thing for Corsair before the company formally started. Okay. So he had worked I didn't know that for part. us okay. before we ever paid him and before the company officially began on January 1st. We didn't really have the money. We did not have any money. Yeah. Yeah, we had okay. no money. So I will count that. I didn't know. I forgot that part. So that's why Brandon is technically OG, even yes. though he actually that didn't makes sense. start. That makes sense. But at the same time as yeah. you. So then, yeah, majority was not white. Yeah. So cool. Sounds um, good. as for our hiring practices, we hire the most qualified candidate. And isn't the majority still not white? Um... I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't give a shit. It's not the point. Yeah. I don't know either. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, when people apply, you know, depending on what we're trying to do, uh, we hire whoever the person who seems like they can do it the best is. Yeah, and speaking of which, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it in time for it to be relevant, but uh, Brandon Appreciation Day passed, <laughs> and I recognized that I was the only person 
who engaged in appreciating Brandon on that day, and I'm disappointed in the community. So you guys should step up. Lordy. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, wow. Steve A says, please do a comparison with CRT and fixed pixel displays. I've heard that the moving resolution of fixed pixel displays falls apart compared to CRT. There was, a, there was an article that went up. I think I, Digital Foundry did a Digital, video. Digital Foundry yeah. did a video, and everyone on the planet is trying to come across like they came up with this out of nowhere, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I don't, I'm not certain that Digital Foundry was the first. I am not sure either. I don't know where exactly this came from. But whatever happened there, what's up? Oh, we're almost done. Oh, you're still live. We're yeah. still live, yeah. Don't let me interrupt you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. thanks, Pella. Yeah. yeah, but like, the amount of tweets I've gotten, I was thinking today. Yeah. I think it would be so interesting were if you... Were you? No. Were you? No. You um, were not thinking about CRT monitors today. You just watched a video and are trying to pass the idea on to us. So CRTs absolutely have a value, and there are yeah. things that they do better than any modern display technology. There's a reason that our arcade machine has a CRT. There's a reason that we have both a CRT TV and a CRT monitor over in the warehouse in case we happen to need one for a project. Yeah. But there are lots of things that they don't do better. And while they may have better motion resolution, particularly for certain types of content, they also flicker. And I'm talking even at high refresh rates, they flicker. The eye fatigue, like, I don't miss that. Um, so, There's yeah. There's no way in hell I would replace my daily driver monitors with a CRT. As Not like, gonna happen. As, like, a fun thing to play some Super Mario World, yes. we've done it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's better. Yeah, but like get real. It's also very immersive. CRTs are not coming back. No, like getting that Sony one and messing around with I, I they sell for way too much. They sell for insane amounts of money. But getting one of those and messing around would be fun. There's no way I would replace my my setup with it. And I think it weighs like a hundred pounds or something. Come on. Kepler, the title is real. It was just earlier in the stream. It was the first topic that we did. Uh, we are almost at the end of the stream now. Yeah. All right. Um, I hope I hope Digital Foundry keeps making videos about it because it's very interesting to watch. But I don't. Jesse says, uh, speaking of UFC, do either of you watch it? Every once in a while, uh, Nick has events and he invites me and I go and that's about it and I just go to socialize. I am super not into it. I've always had far more appreciation for finesse-based athleticism than I do for brute force-based athleticism. With that said, I was watching a trailer for some UFC event that maybe has passed now but was coming up at some point, and I don't know who it was, but he looked like he's probably like a lightweight or middleweight fighter who is phenomenally acrobatic. That was pretty cool, I guess. I used but to I'm, really like watching GSP. I'm really, really not into watching people get brain damaged. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, UFC has has benefits over more traditional sports like boxing in that regard because the fact that you don't have gigantic pads on your fists means that your brain isn't getting shaken around quite so much. But it's just not something that I personally derive pleasure from, and I don't really enjoy watching. Bare knuckle to the head's like super bad for brain damage. Yes, but compared to bouncy bounce, forty hits from. A oh boxing no! Club, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, oh, okay. I see where you're going with it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Watching GSP was really interesting because he was extremely technically good, and he would just like right. dismantle people. That was really cool. 
Uh, Johnny Winter says, Linus, last year you talked about some vessel to put between monitors so it made the monitors flow together. What happened to that? Asus actually like tweeted about that recently. I think that project is not actually dead. Oh, wow. Um, Lucas says, getting jerked around by Razer support after two dead new laptops in two years. I know you all had a lot of failures too. Any contacts that you can share? Unfortunately, the only contact I have there is my media contact. I don't have any special helpful. sales or support contact. Um, you can link them to me saying I'm very disappointed in them right now, but that's really the best that I can do for you at I'm the moment. I'm not surprised either. Uh, I can tell you that I do have a video coming on probably not switching or not sticking with the razor blade stealth that I selected recently. So there's that. Nice. Uh, Rohit says, please do a tech wiki on shunt modding and its benefit. Sorry, what? <laughs> shunt modding. First hit, do not shunt mod your graphics card. In all capital letters from Lewis Rosman. With liquid metal. Oh, well, that would be stupid. Okay, uh, neat. Oh, this! Okay, so, okay, so you're just, you're just shorting out connections on the graphics card PCB in order to get more voltage out of it. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. It's pretty niche, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll consider it. Uh, Jesse says, is your trademark ratchet driver a snap-on? Yes, it is. Uh, I have a pink one for you. I own a pink one already. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's my wife's, actually. Uh, Dimitri says, flow plane or float plane? Float. Like, float, like not sink. Uh, ben says, please talk about folding month 2019. I think that was even in here. Uh, or wait, I think we talked about it on a previous wine show, didn't we? I thought that happened a few months back. Oh, here we go. Uh, there are some prizes that we're going to be giving away, as well as some that the community has donated. You can check it out on the LTT official Folding Month 2019 thread over on the forum. I will go ahead and drop that in the chat. I will not drop that in the chat. I don't have the chat open. Uh, that'll take me a minute. But yes, shout out to Folding Month 2019. Yeah, it's very active. There's posts in that thread as of like now. So, uh, Burnsy says, I am financially stupid, so here's some money. Nice. It's my birthday next month. I want some LTT merch. What would you recommend for my first purchase? Um, if you are looking for, oh, hold on a second. I really want to just, oh man, Korea Studio the Classic. The sweater is like really nicely durable. I yeah. mean, all of it's really nicely durable, but I feel like that sweater is going to hold up for a really long time. Stealth hoodie's great. Water bottle's great. Um, the underwear are awesome, but they're really expensive, so it's kind of it kind of depends on your budget. Stealth hoodie is a really good place to start. Stealth hoodie. Stealth hoodie and like an elemental shirt, or something like that. I know they're not there now, but they'll be back. We're kind of considering bringing back elemental on an ongoing basis as something that we can just like beat the crap out of every once in a while. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, no one likes it, but it's a good deal. Sure. <laughs> we probably won't do that. Yeah, that's probably not the best um, idea. <laughs> Noah says, is Floatplane working on separation of LTT TechWiki and TechLink, but under one subscription? Um, so no, they will be separate subscriptions at some point when I'm not lazy. Uh, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Demat812 says, hope you don't mind hillbilly humor for the content contest you announced yesterday. Oh, we don't mind hillbilly humor. Uh, Robert says, can I resell my Red Hat license with these new challenges then? Uh, no. No, they're only, they're only challenging Steam right now. They said they have the uh, plan to challenge other things, but I doubt they're going to go after that. Uh, Tommy Gunn says, hey, Linus, you should really visit the developer of Anno. They're located in my hometown 
Uh, by the way, it's late around here. <laughs> yeah, because you're in Germany. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Robert says, when is the AMD Epic video coming? Very soon, and there will be more than just one. Uh, Robert says, remember Area 51. You hear about is the that YouTubers today? that got arrested? No. Yeah, they went in the day before, and they got all their electronics, so their camera equipment, lights, and a drone confiscated, like for good. They got uh, fined $2,200 each. They actually got sentenced to a year in jail, but they're foreign nationals, so I think they worked out a deal where they could pay $2,200, spend three days in jail, and then I'm guessing they're never getting let into Get the U.S. again. Get the hell back out. Yeah. They're foreign nationals. Why would you do that? Because... No, the memes, I guess. But like, something that's always broke, bro like, broken my brain, do not break the law in a different country. Like, the people that go to, like, uh, North Korea and, like, steal posters. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I get it, you're an activist. That's great. Find other ways. But like... There's people that like... It's a really bad idea. I don't know how they get them there, but there's people that get USBs filled with, like, North American European stuff into North Korea. Do that. Buy a whole bunch of USBs. Donate them to that yeah. group that does that. I don't know much about it, but yeah. Their, their posters are hilarious. They'll go to different events and they just have like Kim Jong-un faces and you plug the USB into his mouth and then they just like, and it just looks stupid. And then they collect all the USBs at the end of the day and wipe them all and fill them with information and send them to North Korea. Really? It's pretty interesting, actually. They have them at, um, like, different conventions. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. SC Gaming, have you taken a look at GOG? We actually did a collab with GOG that we shot this week. Do you know about this? Uh, I've heard vaguely. We made the best gaming console as a PC. So we built like a console-sized, pretty powerful computer. Okay. Um, and we worked with GOG because really the, the point we're trying to make is that one of the big benefits of the PC is the library. Yeah. And GOG is such a great example of how deep and affordable the PC gaming yeah. library is. Yeah. And so uh, GOG generously contributed their 500 top-selling games, which was apparently a ton of work for them because they actually had to reach out to every developer to get the okay for this. They gave them all to us to load onto this PC, and we're going to give away the PC uh, at the end cool. of the video. Nice. Yeah, so... Uh, Pretty sweet, GOG. Good. One thing good, that I good really like about GOG is DX. it's a platform that you can support. That's a gaming platform that you don't have to feel at least marginally weird about. <laughs> uh, so Rowan says that reselling games could be a positive for Valve if they allow the sale through their marketplace, allowing them to double dip into the sale of the game. They could also give some to the developer. Yeah, that's probably where we're going to end up realistically. Gaming Trouble uh. says, make sure you look at the Cube World release for Steam. It's so big news. I don't know what Cube World is. Um, Captain Pepper says, I love my HDD and RAM shirts, but my fave is the tech-linked masking tape shirt. Such a great story behind it. Any more limited edition products coming? I mean, those will only happen when they, like, when inspiration strikes. We're not going to force it. I don't think we should actually do it, but someone mentioned the other day that we should do the green masking or green painter's tape FPM logo as a, as a shirt. <laughs> if you guys want to take on the burden of that inventory, <laughs> go for it. We don't have anywhere to put it. Um, we don't have any inventory space. Okay, let me see. Uh, Steven says, first super chat ever. You guys rock. Please send support to UFD Tech. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, wow, these were a while ago. Uh, oh, boy. 
Hey guys, what phone can you recommend to someone who's off contract and paying for their device up front? Would like to shy away from financing. Uh, really, wow, really depends on your budget. I mean, Samsung's A series is pretty good, but they're still like pretty expensive. Um, anything from OnePlus is good, but they're not that cheap anymore, so that's tough. Pocophone F1. If you can get your hands on one of those, if it's got good band support in your area, um, it's still a very decent phone, especially with the Google camera mod. Uh, Kyle Andrews, hey guys, what phone can you recommend someone who's off, oh, whoops. <laughs> Jacob, name another product you can buy and not resell in the world. Uh, sure, uh, a like thermal camera. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have to sign a whole thing that says you're like not a terrorist and it needs to stay in your possession and blah, 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 because it could be used for military applications. Uh, digital movies. Um, sure, yeah, but no, they meant like, that's the same thing, effectively. This is not a game. Okay, that's true. Digital um, things are in their own category. Underwear. I mean, you <laughs> can resell it, but like, for all intents and purposes, it's not, it's a consumable. Um, Living says, how often do you run on raid parity checks? Um, whenever they automatically run. I mean, they don't really uh, just like fall out of parity. I think he's often. wondering if you have like a schedule set up or something. Uh, yeah, it's included. Run rate. I think it's set to run every month by default. Oh, but that, I think that's what he was... Oh, once a month. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, sir. How would you feel about having physical games on flash drives? Too expensive. Can't be done. Uh, Tommy Gun. To be mean. Many years we were told that digital distribution is all about anti-piracy and not about reselling, so what would be the issue? Nah. There's, there's more to it than that. Uh, Charlie says, please bring back the LAN hoodie. Not happening. Oh. Interesting. Uh, we actually are planning a video, Bobby, on the LG C9 after the G-Sync update. Apparently a PC connected to HDMI only does two channel PCM right now. Uh, big deal if you use ARC to a receiver. Why would you use ARC to a receiver though? Why wouldn't you just go through your receiver? It doesn't do, does it do G-Sync over HDMI? How the hell does that work? I actually, I saw, the, I saw the headline, but I wasn't sure how they were doing it. Oh, interesting. So it's funny that you bring that up because I have a video coming on ASUS's BFGD and I'm having a similar issue. How do I get audio? How do I get high resolution audio, or excuse me, high definition audio to uh, like a surround or like a multi-channel speaker setup? Because you're going display port from the computer to the, to the display, and then what? Optical audio is dead, dead and buried. Like it doesn't do high definition audio. So, um, all right, get this. HDMI out separately to the receiver. Oh God. Shut up. And then duplicating my display. And then I found this weird app on like GitHub or something that uh, allows you to lock your mouse to your primary display <laughs> So you're effectively running a, a, a phantom cloned display that did seem to be getting multi-channel audio. Woo. Uh, I did, I didn't bad solution. I didn't fully know how you were going to get there, but the second you said the additional cable, it's just like, oh no. I know exactly <laughs> what the destination is. I'm not sure how the journey's going to come together. Uh, we're not bringing back the WAN hoodie anytime soon. Is uh, it even like feasible to do that? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I think that's done. Uh... Bruce says, uh, love you and your annoying voice. I've been 
spamming Floatplane on every vid complaining about YouTube slashing verification. Well, they brought it back, so. Um, Mitch says, will it be possible for us Floatplane peeps who were grandfathered to switch to yearly and still be considered grandfathered for LTT? Wow, I have no idea. That sounds really complicated. I don't know if I want to promise anything there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bug you about this till it's real, says Zulmelb. Uh, how long until I can buy a float plane shirt? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Daniel says, can't wait for LTX 2020. So very introverted, says, buy Dennis a coffee. Dennis doesn't need coffee. Dr. Don says, uh, what do you think of the Huawei Mate 30? Okay, we talked about that. And technically, you supply coffee at work anyways. Simon so. says, why didn't you guys use a Threadripper for your Windows Mac OS build? Is there a specific reason? Uh, yeah, Threadripper is like not Zen 2 right now. Threadripper is not amazing performance in th single-threaded applications. Um, Hey guys, no secret laugh in live, says LHartW. I have no idea what you're talking about. Daniel says, watching an epic phone, watching oh, epic phone watching stream. Okay. Robert says, if Google's healthcare is more affordable than the US, then yes, I'd move to Google. <laughs> I'd love it if they called the country Google. <laughs> uh, Waldemar says, the court of public opinion is becoming real. Corey says, been the worst week of my life. Google country. Oh, wow. Um, they have Google Earth. I lost my mother yesterday, and I swear WAN show is the first thing that made me feel a bit better. Well, we're, we're happy to help. Um, sorry to hear that, dude. Uh, DHL will charge an extra courier fee on delivery. Um, yeah, probably, but I think that might just be taxes and import duty, and I'm pretty sure you're going to get nailed with that regardless, especially if you're in like a, a VAT country. Um, oh my goodness, there are so many super chats today. Please, guys, do not send any more. Uh, I, I can't do all of the rest of them. Okay. Uh, I already did that one. Mr. Devin Wright says, feedback on in-video merch and content uh, in merch callouts. It's become excessive. Um, yeah, we know. We're trying to dial back how long they take. So at least it's just like a quick thing. Adam, yes, we intend to review the OnePlus TV as soon as we can get it. Um... Okay, what happened to the YouTube black hole PC Linus mentioned a while ago, says default switched. A while ago. That was ages ago, it's like, two, like three years ago. Years, many years. Um, it ended up being very complicated. Do you remember why it was complicated? Uh, they didn't want us to do it or something, didn't they? I don't remember. No, I don't think because it was that we were, simple. Because we were, no, but we were gonna be, uh, no, uh, it's against their terms though. Yeah, I don't think that was why we didn't do it. I, we were concerned for oh, that maybe, reason. Maybe Nick was concerned, I, I think, didn't care. I'm pretty sure Nick was okay. quite concerned. All right, then. Yeah. Um, okay. Vincent says, badminton merch when? Uh, no time soon. Although, I do want to do an athletic shirt. So that's, that'll be, okay. So we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do like a racket or anything. That would be crazy. That's probably good. All right. Uh, Although I bet you, oh, if you did a fairly limited run of rackets, just enough that you like didn't lose any money off it, and then sold them on location at LTX, so you didn't have to try to ship them or anything, they I wouldn't bet be you good. those would sell. It would be hard to get it right. I'm <clears throat> really picky, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell anything that I wouldn't use. So it's tough. Okay. Um, Vita Kyle, last, Vita Kite, last one. I've spent around $300 on the LTT store. Um, thank you. And still haven't been able to purchase the TechLink shirt along with the Elemental. 
Elemental will come back, stay tuned, and TechLinked will come eventually. Um, we've had supply issues with our shirts. So thanks for watching, guys! Bye! This was an hour and a half. I'm sorry, I kept you here for, uh, it's seven. Wow. Um, That's well, fine. Hopefully you didn't have anywhere to be. Yeah, not really. Um, good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> sorry. It's Friday. All I do is stream, and they're probably watching this anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I have to pee so bad right now. Like, not even funny. Seasonic, Squarespace, honey, I drank that whole thing of water, like, really in the show. Whoops.